podcast about disasters and the music they make us listen to. Uh, and you're here for Tragedy Tuesday, our short mini episodes between our major disasters about tragedies that aren't so mini. And today we've got uh, Lee telling us another story. Hello, friends. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you. Thank you. This isn't the radio one. I said. For me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they turned the dial. They found <laughs> yeah, us. Here's the podcast. Yeah, on. FM. So uh, another mini-sode from me. I'm what are we talking about? This and uh, once again, I'm uh, the music man. So yep. another musically related disaster on my part today. We're going to learn about the Altamont Free Concert. Oh shit! Oh. So uh, last time I talked about Craig Smith. Pretty yep. much no one's heard of that guy. Okay. I think a lot of people have heard about this concert, mainly because it involves the Rolling Stones. Okay. Ever heard of them? Uh, rings a bell. Right. They don't collect any moss, right? Not when they're going. <laughs> I have a kid. I get dad jokes now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll let you off the hook. So, so yeah. So it's it's a kind of an infamous uh, bad concert. Kind of one of the worst, actually. Wow. Uh, actually, we'll call it a festival. But it was a, it's the Altamont Free Concert. I feel I feel a bit bad for not like I've I've it rings a bell for me, but I really don't know anything about oh, it. Oh, good. So glad I'm here. Well, buckle up. Oh, here I'm buckled. Go. Okay, so some background. Let's get, Let's get buckled. Uh, so there's sort of two different um, points of view on how this concert got organized. Okay. The first, and I think this is more the prevailing, like accepted one. It was it began as an idea on the part of the Jefferson Airplane. Okay. Uh, pretty popular uh, band in the '60s. It was the, the the Jefferson Airplane. The Jefferson Airplane. The airplane that belonged to the Jeffersons. Yep. Okay. Eventually became the Jefferson Starship, oh. and eventually Starship. And they built this city out of rock and roll. Oh, look at that. So you can see. Okay. I take it back. <laughs> what drugs do. That, uh, <laughs> <laughs> tell that to Snoop Lion. Yeah, Snoop Lion. <laughs> and Sasha Fierce. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, it was an, uh, particularly uh, Spencer Dryden okay. and Yorma Kaukonen. Okay. Two of the members. So what they wanted to do was put to, pull together kind of a, a Woodstock West. All right. So Woodstock is four months in the rearview mirror, mm-hmm. um, a, a monumental festival, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, uh, as far as history goes, it became right. more important. But even at the time, it was considered like a big deal. Did you say what year we're, we're in? Sorry. Uh, 1969. Okay, okay. I okay, meant okay. to mention that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Altamont took place on December 6th, 1969. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry about that. No, no. So now we're, we're now we're all caught up. So That's yeah, why I'm uh, here. Woodstock Only was, reason I'm here. Thank you. Thank you for coming. <laughs> <laughs> so Woodstock was August of 69. Mm-hmm. And it was the sort of thing where it was pulled together at the last second and yep. it wasn't supposed to work, but it worked. Right. And already they want to recreate it. Oh, like, shit. Good job, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> Lightning's going to strike twice. The mother of the opposite of innovation. <laughs> yeah. is just, let's do that. Let's do that. That worked. That was fun. Let's do it again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that was the idea. And also what they wanted to do was have a free festival in Golden Gate Park okay. uh, headlined by the Grateful Dead and the Rolling Stones. All right. So the Rolling Stones at the time were the second biggest band in the world next right. to the Beatles, of mm-hmm. course. But unlike the Beatles, they did tour. Right. So what they wanted to do was bring them over to America and say, hey, check out this groovy peace and love scene we got going to San Francisco, man. You come right. to San Francisco, you bought a, got to put a flower in your hair and all that. <laughs> You're right, yeah. Fun stuff. Yep. Check out our groovy scene. Yep. Um, so there were plans put into place 
presumably by the the Jefferson, Jefferson Airplanes management right. to get this concert going. Yep. Meanwhile, they take off on tour okay. uh, in the states. Um, they get back. They as far they, as far as they are concerned, this is being planned. This Golden Gate Park event sure. when they get back on December fourth, it's completely realized and ready to go. <laughs> ready to go. Yep. Ready to show up. Yeah. It was two days before the show. Yeah. No venue. Oh, for f- or location, I should say, is secure. Oh, that makes my heart hurt. <laughs> two or- days. We've organized shows and festivals before. Yeah. That stresses me out. That should stress you out. That stresses me out, and we organize things for like 50 people. Exactly. We organize <laughs> things for our friends and family. Yeah. Whew. This is a big deal. Good, good. It's a great start. So... Apparently, the city and police departments were completely uncooperative okay. as far as organizing goes, possibly due to friction between the police and the Hate Ashbury hippies. Okay. Uh, Hate Ashbury is a, is a two cross streets in San Francisco, but okay, okay. It's, it's, like a, it's like a neighborhood. Is it hate like I hate? No. Ye? Okay. H-A-I-G-H-T. Oh, okay. Uh, but it, it's a district. It's sort of the hub of all things like San Francisco hippie. Like that was the... The nexus of right, the right. nucleus. That's where the Grateful Dead live. And blah, 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 blah. Okay, cool. So, you know, there's friction there. Yeah. Between the cops and the, the hippies. All right. So, uh, as a plan B, Sears Point Raceway is suggested, mm-hmm. but its owners wanted a hundred grand in escrow okay. from the Rolling Stones. From the Rolling Stones. Right. Which okay. is weird. I, I kind of know what escrow means. You probably know a lot more sure. as being a, a law student, but that seems like a, I know it's a real estate sure. thing. Sure. It's a funny. It is a funny thing, especially to ask of the band that's playing. Yeah. Like, shouldn't you be talking to the promoter? <laughs> right. <laughs> is there a promoter? <laughs> like the, the literal middleman. Yeah. No, no, exactly. Yeah. Like, um, there uh, is a promoter. I'll, I'll get to that. Okay, in a cool. Second. But I, I imagine the Rolling Stones were like, nah. <laughs> um, that they were. Okay. Actually, I'll get to that right now because I meant to mention it when I mentioned Woodstock. Sure. Um, Michael Lang yeah. was one of the promoters of Woodstock. He's okay. also one of the promoters uh, of this concert. Okay. And so, uh, and he actually promoted, uh, I know he promoted Woodstock 94. Okay. Not sure about 99. 99, you say? Yeah. Oh, maybe we'll get into that. It was a bit of a disaster in its own right. Yeah. Maybe, keep, maybe, maybe keep, keep listening. Stay tuned if you want to hear more. Keep, <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> d- don't touch that dial. Don't touch it. <laughs> keep it locked. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Sears Point's a, a no-go. At the last moment, uh, Dick Carter offered his Altamont Speedway in Alameda County. Thanks, Dick. As a venue. Thanks, Dick. Solid. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Solid. Solid, Dick. <laughs> Okay, so that's one point of view. From the Rolling Stones side of it, it's a little different. Uh, They were using this concert as uh, they they had an American tour. They wanted a free concert in San Francisco to end the tour as a sort of answer to claims that their ticket prices were particularly high on their tours, which in 1969 would probably be 10 bucks, $15 or something. So 69, are they, are they pretty popular in the States at this point? Oh yes. Uh, They are. Okay. This is around, uh, like under my thumb is the big, I can't remember what album, but it was, it was, yeah, they were, they were big, big, big band. Okay. In the States, in the UK, everywhere. I got a lot of friends that are super (laughs) into Rolling Stones, but I just, they've been completely off my radar. Even like going back and like Led Zeppelin's fairly new for me. Okay. And I gave the Rolling Stones an honest shot. Okay. I was like, I 
can't do it. It's hard because so many of their songs, you never need to hear them again. Right. Whether they're good yeah. or bad, like Satisfaction, yeah. in and of itself, I think is a great song. It's yeah. really hard to tell because it is everywhere. Yeah, that's so true. It's like, never need to hear that. So I, I, I think some songs should be given like a moratorium of like five, 10 years yeah, where it's illegal enough. to play them. Yep. And yep. then you get to play them again and then they sound fresh again. That's that's a great point. Yeah. No. When I'm in charge, yeah, when you're in that's charge. first. That's <laughs> yeah, first on the docket. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That sounds good. You heard right. it here first. That's right. Get ready. Lee, 2020. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're banning songs. <laughs> Look out, Purple Haze. No, okay. So, um, so yeah, that was their idea, okay. uh, the free concert in San yeah, Francisco. Gotcha. Uh, and the other thing was they were going to film this concert for a concert film, a movie. They're sure, making yeah, yeah. a movie, <clears throat> which eventually got released. Okay. It's called Gimme Shelter. Okay. Keep that in mind. Keeping it in mind. Everything I'm telling you, most of it is being professionally filmed. There's a record of it. <laughs> That's I, important. Okay. <laughs> okay. I cannot wait to hear the rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So originally... Uh, Golden Gate Park was their second choice. Yep. Their first choice was the San Jose State University's practice field, mm -hmm. as there had recently been a three-day festival there with 52 bands and 80,000 attendees. All right. San Jose was in no mood for another big event. Okay. They're probably still cleaning up from that yeah. fiasco. Right, right, right. So Golden Gate Park is next on the list, but um, a previously scheduled NFL game at mm -hmm. Kazar Stadium, which is where Golden Gate Park is located, right. made this impractical. Okay. So kind of a different circumstance than yeah. what the Jefferson Airplane are coming. Sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, again, Sears Point Raceway is suggested. According to the Stones, they wanted $300,000 up front <laughs> and film distribution rights. Oh, oh, is that it? That's all. Okay, so so they, whether it's a hundred grand in escrow for, yeah. or three hundred grand in film, <laughs> and the no. rights to a film of the Rolling Stones, <laughs> yeah. that's not going to make any money. Come on, come on, take a <laughs> take a bath on that. And sorry, is all of this happening in the two days before the show? Apparently, okay. Well, yeah, the a lead lot of up, phone calls. Yeah, that's a lot of uh, managers sweating and pooing water. I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of turning in the turning of that dial on the rotary phone. That's right. Which Burning makes everything it. even more frustrating. <laughs> God, this is zero. You're not even like. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go all the way around. I hated phone numbers with zeros. Oh, I know. God. Ugh. For those of our younger listeners, telephones used to have a rotary phone on is them. a phone with a dial on it, yeah. and like a dial, like you stick your finger in it and spin it all the way around. We yeah. tried to get Ava to my daughter, yeah. who's fourteen, well, almost fourteen. But yeah. she was probably twelve at the time. They yeah. use one yeah. because we found one, and she didn't know what to do. <laughs> Hilarious! <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, so again, Altamont has yep. chosen at the suggestion of owner Dick Carter. Awesome. So that seems to be the only consistent bit of uh, the narrative in both okay. accounts that yep. you know Altamont has chosen on December fourth, two days before the concert, as okay uh, venue. Right. Um, so this last-minute change of a venue meant that numerous logistical problems, i.e. lack of portable toilets, <laughs> medical tents, right. were in play. Mm -hmm. um, also, instead of the stage being at the top of a rise, yeah. which it would have been at Sears Point, and I'm yeah. assuming um, Golden Gate Park, yeah. uh, it would now at Altamont be at the bottom of a slope. Okay. Also, the stage being used was one meter high. One meter. That's not very high. That's not very high at all. That's like <laughs> now, chest height. I don't know what no. they were anticipating as far as turnout, but yep. what they got all told was 300,000 people. 
Holy So for shit. a station that's like shorter than your little brother, yeah. that's weird. Yeah, that's like, yeah, okay. So the Rolling Stones are, I'm holding my hand up about a meter above the ground. Yeah. The Rolling Stones are this far away from the front. Exactly. So Mick Jagger's Just knees the are in your face. Basically. Okay, great. Uh, and, 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 a, and a slope right. going into it. So, right. so everyone's being funneled towards the Rolling Stones. Yeah. So because of this, they're Go. thinking we need some security. Mm. Now, who would be okay. a good uh, option for security? Probably it, a trained police force. Well, if you're thinking uh, the Hell's Angels, I wasn't. You're right on the money. Oh dear, good, good. <laughs> this is getting better and better. So what could go wrong? Now, this was suggested to the Stones on the recommendation of the Grateful Dead and the Jefferson Airplane, who had apparently used them in something of a security fashion. Okay. Previously, right. although they from their side of things, they maintain, or they maintained at the time, we yeah. don't do security. That's not what we're about. Right. Um, I think the hippies at the time had a weird idea of what, <laughs> what the hell's angel, ooh, what the, what they exactly yeah. were. I think they saw them in these like noble savages, right? Like, okay. um, Ken Kesey, who's an author, like he wrote one flew over the cuckoo's nest and yeah, right, okay. did these sort of electric Kool-Aid acid tests Okay, and he would invite them. And so yeah. they were. Seen in a different light than what they really actually were. Mm. I'm sure some of them were nice, mm -hmm. but they're criminals and it's yeah. a criminal organization. Yeah, big time. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> it's a, so they, um, they never agreed to be security in yep. any official sense, only to help out and give direction. Right. And they agreed to do it for $500. Oh no, sorry. $500 worth of beer. <laughs> Total? Which they would consume- on the day. Total. Yeah. So they're going to do security <laughs> for 300,000 people for $500 worth of beer. Yes. All right. Yeah. But basically what they were going to do is sit on the edge of the stage, drink beer. Yeah. And make sure there weren't any rapes or murders happening. That, okay. I'm reading, well, that, I'm reading that from my notes. That's a, uh, <laughs> it's a pretty high threshold. Uh, like uh, we'll make sure that nobody gets raped or murdered. Yeah. Probably. What about, what about crowd control? Not our problem. Uh, yeah, yeah, That's we no, don't no. do that. Yeah, no, no, That's, no. I mean, we're not the cops, man. We're not the fuzz. We see, we see anyone starting to get murdered. We'll stop. We'll that. step in. We'll that's, step in. That's when we. That's when our services are triggered. Well, <laughs> their services were triggered. What? We'll get to that. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get to the freaking concert. Yeah. Well, okay. Okay. So Altamont. Yep. December sixth, nineteen sixty nine. Right. The band lineup. Uh, in order, Santana, okay. Jefferson Airplane, okay. the Flying Burrito Brothers, oh, okay. Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, All right. Grateful Dead, mm -hmm. and the Rolling Stones. Okay. One of these things is <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> one of these bands I've never heard yeah, of before. There's always one, right? One always gets lucky. Yeah. There's a lot of weird bands at Woodstock. I was looking at the... Yeah, and it's like, who the hell? <laughs> anyway, so Santana plays first. Things are going smoothly at first. Mm. Over the course of the day, the mood darkens. Great. Uh, the crowd and the Hell's Angels become agitated and violent. The uh, security is also getting agitated. Good. Yeah, good. So That's what the you Hell's want. Angels are getting drunk from uh -huh. their their payment of five hundred bucks worth of beer. Five hundred bucks of beer in sixty nine. I wonder what that like. <laughs> Several kegs. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, an entire brewery. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Okay. So the crowd's becoming antagonistic and unpredictable, mm-hmm. attacking each other. Okay. Uh, the Hell's Angels and the performers. Uh, it, uh, in response, to the Hell's Angels begin equipping themselves with sawed-off pool cues and motorcycle <laughs> chains. So there's an interesting dynamic forming. <laughs> like on the one hand, you got, hey. Peace, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Flower power, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'll God. power a fucking rusty chain up your flower head. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, God. So. Great. Okay. okay. So any, any regrets at this point on the part of the promote? No. Okay. Carry on. You know, just another day. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. It's going to work out. Okay. Oh, so one way or the other. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, the day is going to end at some point. Yeah. So, you know, you know, yeah. Yeah. So this brings us to the first sort of notable incident of the day. Mm. So it's the early, uh, Jefferson Airplane's up second. Yeah. It's early into their set. It's their second song. Yeah. Uh, a fight breaks out in front of the stage, okay. possibly due to a Hells Angels motorcycle being toppled over by accident. Or don't do that. On purpose. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Of so, all the things you do, don't do that. Don't do that. Bad idea. Yeah. So there's a scuffle. Yeah. Uh, lead singer Marty Ballin mm-hmm. jumps off to try and sort it out. And he'll for, figure it he'll out. He'll figure it out. And for his efforts, he gets punched in the head yep. and knocked unconscious by Hell's Angel. Here's, okay, yeah. If you have the Hell's Angels there as security, mm. do you think the lanky lead guitarist is going to make a difference in this situation? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or is he going to blend right in with... Yeah. <laughs> So that happens. Uh, another uh, Paul Kantner is another member of the Jefferson Airplane. Yep. Uh, sarcastically thanks the Hell's Angel on mic. Like, thanks for knocking our singer out. Uh-huh. The the guy who done the deed gets yep. on another mic, and they have this little back and forth. And again, this is all on film. Professionally filmed. Go I on forgot. YouTube. You can enjoy every oh moment God. of this. You know we're linking it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Keep yeah, an eye yeah. on our Twitter. Keep an eye. So there's a little back and forth between the band and the people, and they're just trying to get everyone. Like, come on, everybody, yeah. let's try to keep it together and la di Peace, love, and motorcycle chains, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Anthony Scaduto, yep. who's a Mick Jagger biographer, okay. he wrote of the day that the only time the crowd seemed to calm down to any degree was during a set by the country rockin' Flying Burrito Brothers. Hey, thanks, Burrito Brothers. So they deserved a purpose. Thanks for chilling us all out. <laughs> you know what? Burritos have that effect on me, too. <sighs> I just want to sleep after. Yeah, yeah there you like, go. I'm ready for a happy nap. Yeah. <laughs> a happy full nap. As was this crowd of 300,000 people. I think so. <laughs> and everything got better from here, right? Well, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> right? Um, so upon arriving at the venue... Uh, the Grateful Dead are informed of uh, Marty Ballin being knocked out and just mm-hmm. the general deterior- deteriorating situation right. of the day. Yeah. Uh, and you can see that. There's a clip of that, like that very conversation between right. them and it's um, Santana drummer Michael Shreve. Okay. Who's an awesome drummer, by the way. Okay. <clears throat> and uh, their reaction is so funny, like typical, like Jerry Garcia literally is like, oh, bummer, man. and they're just oh that doesn't seem right so (laughs) thanks they decide not to play okay which seems like a messed up thing to do like if you're one of the co-headliners yeah i mean they're not the stones they're they were basically a local band still very popular if the crowd is already kind of like the last thing you want to do is like bye yeah that's gonna go well it couldn't have helped it made the crowd 
happier? They were just happier. Yeah, okay, okay. Like, oh, now the show's going to wrap earlier. No, the Rolling Stones <laughs> still waited till yep. whenever. So there's a long pause. Oh. Things are getting ugly. Yep. Um, I think also by this point in just the general um, the hippie movement or just this was sort of late into it. Right. Like I guess 66 was sort of the start, but 67 is seen right. as the crescendo. Okay. 69, I think, I mean, that's like three years of constant sort of drugs. And yeah, people are kind of sobering up from the hippie trail. <laughs> kind of, exactly. <laughs> kind of sobering up or kind of should probably think about sobering up. Like it's right. been a long burn. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I've, I've read a few things. Like things are getting weird at this point. Like okay. People are kind of not so strung out, yeah. starry-eyed at this yeah. point. Yeah, gotcha. So, yeah. Um so by the time the Stones took the stage, numerous fights had broken out mm -hmm. between Hell's Angels crowd members, mm -hmm. uh, as well as within the crowd itself. Uh, in particular, there's one woman, uh, Denise Jukes, mm -hmm. who was lead singer of a local band called Ace of Cups, okay. and six months pregnant at the time, and she was hit in the head by an empty beer bottle thrown okay. from the crowd and suffered a skull fracture. Jeez. Was, was she in one of the bands or was I don't she just think attending? So. Okay. I think she was just in attendance. Ugh. Yeah, it sounds weird, but yeah, that's not yeah, good. Not good. So, okay, so the Rolling Stones. Mm -hmm. So um, <laughs> they're being uh, helicoptered to the venue from their hotel. Obviously. Right? So, okay, yeah. sure. So Mick Jagger within. We, we've all been there. Oh, of Sorry. course. <laughs> it's just another one of those like, time to go to the venue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So Mick, within seconds of emerging from his helicopter, is yeah. punched in the head by an overzealous fan. So why? <laughs> I don't know. Mick it was, Jagger. It was probably like we came here for this. You promised us this peace and love. Like we can get this back in jolly old London. You know what I like, ain't? Ah, yeah, fuck. I <laughs> you know what I ain't God right now, Mick. Satisfaction. Nah. <laughs> Wait, is this where you wrote that song? I think that was a few years before. Fuck. Sorry. That would have been a cool story. That would have been a good story. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Mick Jagger gets punched in the head. He gets punched in the head. Yep. So he's given probably a very quick idea of what exactly this situation has turned into. Yeah, that'll open your eyes. Yeah. So, yeah. So as they start to play, the crowd is very unruly, surging towards the stage. Right. I mean, as happens in most concerts when the headliner comes The one up, meter tall the stage. The one meter tall yep. stage at the bottom of a hill. Yep. <clears throat> so during the third song, a fight erupts in front of the stage. Yep. Prompting the Stones to pause while the Hells Angels do whatever they do to restore order. Typically an ass Probably kicking. nothing nice with their pool cues. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Um, so after a lengthy pause and several appeals by Jagger, he's like, on the mic, like, yeah. don't push around, don't shove around, let's get into a groove. Like, you know, trying to appeal to yeah. people to keep calm, and yeah. the band continues. So they keep playing. Seventh song of the set. Yeah. Uh, Under My Thumb. Yeah. So this is where Meredith Hunter comes into the story. Okay. Uh, young man, a mm -hmm. uh, boy, really, like 18 years old. Sure. So Meredith Hunter, along with some other fans, attempted to get on stage. Okay. Uh, this prompted and what would might now be an unsurprising ass stomping <laughs> Hells Angels. Okay. Uh, don't know if they singled him out right. or not, but yeah. apparently they punched him in the head and chased him back 
into the crowd. Okay. Uh, about a minute later, Hunter returns to the front of the stage. Mm -hmm. uh, at this point, his girlfriend, Patty Breedhoff, mm -hmm. was tearfully <clears throat> begging him to calm down and move further back into the crowd. Again, women, uh, the reasonable ones. Uh, there you go. Uh, apparently, though, he was enraged. Okay. Irrational and yeah. super high on meth. That's a great comp. That's a winning a combination great, right yeah, there. Yeah, like like, I th you get a lot done. You uh, can get a lot done in a really <laughs> short amount of time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like apparently so high he shouldn't have even been standing. But right, that's what people say. I may have been exaggerating, but fair, super well, high. Fair enough. Okay. Okay. So at this point, the song is ending, and this uh, I'm I'm like a broken record, but again, yeah. this is all on film, and you got to watch the clip because. Okay. Okay. Right before this, yeah. What I'm about to describe: there's yeah. a dude on stage. Yep. Totally unrelated. He might be a hell's angel. I don't know, but right. he is quietly, in and of himself, freaking the fuck out. <laughs> okay. You just see him, and he's just like he looks like a werewolf. Okay. And he actually looks like he's turning into a werewolf. <laughs> okay. He's just like. <sighs> like I, I can't get it across sure, yeah, for our yeah. listeners, yeah, but yeah. watch the clip. Okay. To me, it is the perfect encapsulation of yeah. where things are at with what I was describing. Like by 69, things have gotten weird. This guy is just, he looks like he's just been out there for too long. He looks like 1969. Okay. <laughs> he looks burnt beyond belief. Oh God. So it's, but it's literally, uh, this dude. Yeah. And then, and then under my thumb is ending and this yeah. is what happens. So at okay. some point, uh, Hunter returned to the front of the crowd mm -hmm. and drew a long-barreled 22 revolver. Okay. Hell's Angel Alan Passaro saw this. Yeah. He drew a knife yeah. from his belt and charged Hunter from the side, parrying Hunter's pistol with one hand right. and stabbing him with the other, killing him. Okay. Uh, and and so there's a there's a point there's a point in the Gimme Shelter movie where yeah. Mick Jagger is sitting in the editing room with the editor or yeah. filmmaker when I was yeah. like show me the scene so you see and Meredith Hunter is very easy to spot okay he's a black man yeah with a big afro yeah and a lime green suit okay so there's no mistaking him right yeah um and there's a close-up shot of him right before this right whatever but you see him enter from the side yeah you see a gun come out it's yeah. not totally clear but they sort of pause and say, look, there's the silhouette of it right there. Yeah. And then you just see this other dude come running in. He grabs his one hand and yep. he just starts jabbing at him. Oh. So apparently they stabbed him something like five times and they stomped on him. About oh, so God. Dead. So um, <sighs> right. the, the well. gun was uh, recovered and turned over to police. Yeah. Pissarro, the stabber, was yep. arrested and tried for murder in 1971, but was acquitted after a jury viewed concert footage, concluding that it was self-defense. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Sure. 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 Maybe. Yeah. Uh, the Stones, meanwhile, were aware of the situation as it happened, but thought it was just another fight. Yeah. So uh, as it became more apparent that something serious had gone wrong, they decided to Finish the show rather than leave and possibly cause a full-scale <laughs> riot. Right. So, um, all told, four deaths at this okay. Four fun, deaths. love, and festival. Okay. Uh, hunters. Yeah. Two by hit-and-run accident. Okay. And one by LSD-induced drowning in an irrigation canal. Oh, right. Yeah. Maybe 
maybe that's the depiction of 1969. Maybe that's it. That's more Jesus. appropriate. Drowning. Holy um, crap! So this uh, this concert is it's seen by many as sort of the the death knell of the sort of hippie Woodstock era, right? Which is funny because again, Woodstock just four months prior and yeah. and and by some it would be seen as like a, a huge like a high mm-hmm. so going on and uh, but maybe that's the kind of thing that happens with a lot of these movements there's a yeah. there's a big high note and then it just dies quickly yeah that's interesting because uh a certain other woodstock mm-hmm. is often referred to as the death of the 90s <laughs> <laughs> but maybe we we'll really talk about get that, into that. Yeah, we should talk about that it's worth uh digging deeper yeah um, yeah, so the end of the era and sort of the idea that, uh, the young people of the so-called new generation were going to create a new order based on peace, love, and understanding with right. the help of the establishment. Uh-huh. And look what it got them. Hell's angels beating them to death. <laughs> yeah. God. So that's, uh, what happened at Altamont. That is a nightmare. That's, uh, not a fun time. <clears throat> that's what, well, that's a... That's a tragic Tuesday. That's a tragic Tuesday. That's a disaster. That is a disaster. Jesus. And uh, I picked a, a very appropriate song. I, oh, didn't, yeah. I didn't know this song existed until I did the research for this sure. um, podcast. But yep. it's a song by the Blue Oyster Cult. Okay. Uh, Don't Fear the Reaper. Mm-hmm. We all know that song. Mm. Well, it's the first song off their first album. It's called Trans Maniacon MC. Okay. MC standing for Motorcycle Club. And it's oh. specifically about... Uh, the Altamont free concert, like they're singing about. So oh, it's a really good song. It kind of starts off with, it came out in 1971, I yeah. should say that. And it starts yeah. off with this really cool sort of proto metal riff. Yeah. But um, if you listen to the lyrics and kind of just the general groove of the song, like yeah. it's kind of funny because it reminded me, because there's that song yeah. Woodstock by yeah. Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young. Okay. And it's sort of like, Similar, but yeah. the polar opposite of it. So in many ways, Altamont just seeing as the anti-Woodstock. Yeah. This song is kind of the anti-song song of Woodstock. Woodstock. Yeah. yeah, it's great. So uh, check it out. It's really wow. good. And that is my Tragedy Tuesday. Nice. Well, thanks for thanks for tuning in for another Tragic Tuesday. Uh, if you like what you hear, please uh, subscribe to us on where well wherever you listen, but iTunes would especially helpful. Give us a review if you like what you hear. Include some constructive feedback if you think that's appropriate. Sure. I don't know what that don't means. Five stars. Don't, five stars would be great. That would be great. A lot. Takes two seconds. Yeah. Um, if you want to follow us and keep up to date, uh, you can follow us on Twitter or Instagram at This Disaster Pod, and we're also on Facebook. So, uh, yeah, do that. And we'll see you next time. See ya. See ya.